Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, um, it is currently 48-27 to 27 UTSA leads with 3 minutes and 27 seconds left. Yep, go back, check the TV. That is correct. Yep. Um, it's third down. Austin Ani is looking to the sideline and hoping and praying that somebody gets open and that he can actually throw the ball accurately. And it probably still won't happen. But um, here we are. I'm in Atlanta. You're not in McKinney. Instant Reaction Podcast. North Texas loses in another championship game. How you feeling? I mean. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you want me to say to that? How you feeling? I mean, the same I felt the last seven years. Bowl game. After bowl game, after championship game, after important game, after false hope, all the hope. We felt hope earlier this game. Yeah. You just get it, you just get it ripped out from your soul. All hope. <laughs> you know? Yep. And um I don't know. It's like the whole time for personal reasons. It, it kind of it's it kind it's it's like what we said after the rice game, right? It's just like we knew this was ha- going to happen. We literally knew this was going to happen. I tried being optimistic, and I said they were going to lose by seven. I was wrong. I'm going to have to eat that damn hot chip, probably. <laughs> I, we haven't done the damn results yet, but it's not looking good for me. Okay, <sighs> because I thought maybe North Texas could cover a 13 and a half point spread. They cannot. So it is another. <clears throat> loss in a bowl game slash championship game where they're going to have lost by 20 or more points. Yeah. Uh, you can't, I don't know if you can look it up right now on your computer, but I mean, you think about all the results army. I mean, I could probably go off the top of my head. 2016 army goes to overtime, lose 2017 FAU, uh, get lose by 30 bowl game. Uh, that was the, uh, that was the Troy year, right? Lose by yep. 20 next year, lose to Utah state by 30 following year next time make a bowl was app state lose by 30 <laughs> this year lose by 30 or lose by they're down 21 right now it's just like this is it is what they are like this is, we didn't need to see this to tell us anything new it's the same thing we, and we were we said it right after the rice game yeah we came on here you said it's like you're sitting in the bath and you're just sitting in lukewarm water where nothing's happening and you yep. know what's gonna happen you're just yep. They're punting the ball, first of all. They're punting the ball down 21 on 4th and 14. Oh, they have the ball? I didn't even know. That is incredible. UTSA is going to go score again. Jeez. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, it's just it's just it's the same thing every year. And for those who, you know, went into this game optimistic or went into this game, I don't even want to say – because I, I enjoy when people disagree with us on social media it's in, or in the comments. It's great. I enjoy all of it. But it's it's so predictable, and I don't understand how people could watch this team the entire year and say this wasn't predictable. Well, it's the it's it's like what I I opened up last podcast with when you spit out your water. The fan in you thinks they're gonna do it this time. Yeah, and that's what I said. I said I I, I think they're gonna win, but rational me knows they aren't. And this is what rational me knew, and this is what and this is what rational everyone knew, right? I'm, I'm pointing to the TV. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I was like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You go on Twitter, and every fan that believed 
now is going back to their rational selves because they've been brought down. And they're like, okay, well, this is exactly what they've been. This is what they've always been. This is what they're always going to be under Seth Luttrell. So, I mean, what else can you expect? I mean, honestly, what else can you expect? They're going to go to the bowl game. They're going to play, looks like Air Force, according to the projections, the best rushing team in the nation. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to end the year seven and seven. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right? That's what's going to happen. No, They're you're gonna, right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're 100% right. And, um, like, no, seriously, if they play Air Force, I'm terrified for them. Because um, we just saw what UTSA did to them on the ground. Like, they can't stop the run. They, no, they can't. Um, and it's just like in the biggest moments, I don't know. I brought up Phil Bennett last podcast. I casually in, in passing, I was like, Hey, we cool with Phil Bennett. Just like, you know, this defense just not seeming like they can really do anything against good teams or get pushed around against rice, even though they only allowed 17 points. Like, are we cool with that? And yeah, you know, I think you spoke for a lot of fans. It's like, yeah, he's not the problem. And sure. He's not the problem, but, um, I think when you look at this team and this program as a whole, you could look at everybody, including South of Trump, and be like, well, you know, they're not bad. And I think that's fair, right? They're not a bad program. They're not FIU, right? They're not like a Charlotte right now. That's great. That's awesome. Again, I'll go back to it. That's not the standard I'm holding North Texas to. You have the most resources in Conference USA. You have the highest paid coach in Conference USA. There is, you have a, how how long? Sixty year head start on UTSA as a program. Yeah, and and you always think about that. Every every in in this rivalry especially, everyone thinks about that. And all UTSA has to say, we've been around twelve years. That's all they have to say. And and they are and they still have and they already have what? Um, they've won two more conference conference USA championships than North Texas. Yep. Like, and now here they are dumping. Oh, they they missed the the Gatorade dump on on trailer. That's embarrassing. And you know, trailer had a quote pregame and i think everyone heard it he goes yeah. he was asked about the injured players he says injured teams don't win championships tough teams do or healthy teams don't win championships tough teams do yeah and, and that was we, tough. We, that's we, at the tone you no know, it did and and, <laughs> and, 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 I, and you think about it it's like we can we can sit here and be like oscar Attaway's is not playing whatever 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 in years past whoever whoever's injured yeah well utsa is missing one of their best receivers and their best running Mark. back Look what they just did. They just hung. and they've had a beat up offensive line the entire yeah. year. I don't know what, the, what Rashad Wisdom best DB is out for the year. Um, you know they just win. They yeah. just win. And this I think it's very, and that's why I go back to being like you know they're not a bad program. If they end the year seven and seven, is 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 it the worst year in the world? No, it's not. But this is it's just not what I want to hold North Texas to. Now maybe again in the American. If they go seven, or, you know, if they in five hundred with the schedule they have next year, and like then maybe we're having a conversation. Like if they beat Tulane, if they beat SMU next year, if they beat a team, like if they actually show us something on a semi consistent basis against good teams, then yeah. we have something. Well, they've been far too inconsistent against good teams under Seth the Trail, and I don't think they've been inconsistent. Actually, they've been pretty consistent. They lose. Yeah, they lose. They beat FIU. Cool. They beat Texas Southern. They beat FAU. They beat. Uh, they had the Western Kentucky win again. Like I said two podcasts ago, one and a half wins this year. Yeah, they have one and a half wins this year. And and, you and that's just really what it comes point. back to. And you brought up a really good point. If this is the American and they're going seven and seven or seven and six, you know, yeah. you 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 say okay, well, yeah, that's because there's good teams in there. Every year, I feel like, and and, and just from my fandom, you know, since 20, 2014, 
you know, you look at it and you go every year, there's a game, whether it's SMU, whether it's whatever preseason or uh, sorry, pre-conference opponent you're playing, you go, okay, when we play them, this is going to be the best team we play all season because all the conference USA teams you go through and you're like, you never feel good about a win. It's like, oh, we, we beat FIU. We beat, beat FAU. But when you beat that SMU, you go, oh, we beat SMU. We beat our yeah, that was- and those And those don't happen in the conference like Conference USA. Next year, sure, you get you rattle off a couple wins against SU Memphis. You go, oh, we just beat Memphis. We just beat SMU. Well, that's not in this conference, and it, it's never has been. And that's the standard, unfortunately, that – and the teams that are at that standard, yes, you beat Western Kentucky, but again, that feels like the outlier this season. It just does. Yep. I'm sorry. I don't want to diminish that win. It was the awesome performance. They deserve credit for beating Western Kentucky, but it feels like the outlier performance of the year, just like last year beating UTSA felt like the outlier performance of the year. Like it's just there you can't consistently rely on this team to even be competitive in these games. Yeah. You can't. And so that's why <clears throat> when I come on the podcast and I, I came on the last podcast and I was just like negative, I was like, they don't deserve to be in this game. They're the fourth best team in conference USA, all this negative stuff. It's because we can see this coming. And it's because if you want to hold on to the Western Kentucky win, that's fine. That's your opinion. But I don't want to hold on to the outlier. I want to hold on to what we've seen the entire season and take yep. the entire season as a whole and be like, this is what this team is. This is the pie. And I don't like the pie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, you're completely right. I mean, there's honestly, I don't know what else. I mean, we've only been doing this for 10 minutes. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't have, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to go that long. I think if we look at it just a little bit more uh, granular, also, yeah. they're not letting, are they, I, I think I just saw them tackle a kid trying to run on the field. So, Oh no, they're getting on there. They oh, yeah, they're, all, they're, all, they're all up there. They're getting they're on all. there now. Couldn't stop them all. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, you just see the coaching disparity, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's it's painfully obvious when when you watch a draft Jeff Trailer to coach team. I mean, they went undefeated in the conference USA. Like that. Yeah, they hadn't lost since since the Texas loss. Yeah, and again, we go back to it: the Texas game. They were fighting with Texas for a half. They went three overtimes with Houston. Like, and this is a team that lost a lot of talent from last year. That's in the NFL. Go look at the Seahawks defensive back room. That they're, one of their better DBs was on this team last year. Um, yeah, it's just they, that's that's what North Texas wants to be. And I didn't. It's crazy that we're saying that. When remember three years ago, or was it 2020 or 2019? It was it was three years ago? It was 2019. When North Texas beat them forty-five to three, yeah, remember that we were there. You had yep. the great picture where everyone had to run into the end zone, forty-five to three, three years ago. That's crazy. And now look at where we are. UTSA well, has won back-to-back conference championships. Right? When, when you're a program that doesn't settle for being comfortable, and obviously UTSA wasn't comfortable. I'm trying to say they were, but they made the change and made the right change, and that's that's what it gets you. They have, I mean, Frank Harris is quarterback three years ago. Obviously, he got injured, but he was still yeah. the quarterback. And look, when it comes to resources, it's not even close. North Texas has, yeah, yeah, probably and like they, UTSA say. just built a freaking last year, just put a freaking roof over their state, over their yeah. practice field. Yeah, like they don't have a, they don't have, they're playing at the Alamodome, which is great, but they don't have a home field on campus. Like they're having to travel from UTSA to the Alamodome. That is not a short drive. That's 25 minute drive. Yeah. Okay. 
and like North Texas has all these things going for it. You're in you're in North Texas. You're in the DFW area recruiting hotbed. Yeah. All right. I don't even have to tell you. LSU has freaking three dudes from there that they're either trying to go for or or already have in the class. Guy from Guy or guy from Arlington Martin. Like you go down the list of these teams up there in Dallas. It is a recruiting freaking war up there. And UTSA is in San Antonio. And I've, I am from San Antonio. I know that there is very limited talent in San Antonio. And they still have the entire city bought in. Like, yeah. it, that's just what happens when you have a coach with a little bit of charisma, with a little bit of, um, I don't want to say passion, because Latrell is obviously passionate. And I would never take that away from him. Latrell cares about what he does. He's, he's, he says all the right things. But there's just a different feeling with Jeff Trailer in San Antonio. Like, my dad is bought in to Jeff Trailer. And he and he graduated from UTSA in 1980-something. Like, it's just yeah. a different feeling. I don't know. And that, that's where I come back to. Every time I watch UTSA play, I'm just like, damn, they got a coach. They got yeah. a coach. Yeah. Now, will it last? Now, obviously, and that's the whole thing with G5 programs, in my opinion. Well, it's, it's with every program, really, is you are as good as your coach is, but how good your program is kind of speaks to, allows you to replenish at the head coaching position when guys leave. Um. You know, so it will be interesting if he does leave after the season. But we, we don't have to talk, turn this into UTSA podcast. I'm just saying what they've built here is truly, truly remarkable. Right. I mean, I think it's what North Texas fans wish. They well, had. I think it's it's something you should bring up because if you think about it, if he does leave after the season, he's teed them up perfectly when they go yep. into the AAC because a coach is going to want to coach in the AAC. It's not like, you know, they're still in the com- in Conference USA and he, the coach is down. We just saw Tom Herman go to FAU. Yeah. I mean, that, that says enough. Like, you're able to get – people because it's a coach in the AAC and you know it's it's going to be awfully tough for North Texas next year I think because they're going to constantly compare themselves to UTSA obviously and then now it's going to be FAU and it's like I just I'm speechless (laughs) I, I mean again I've said it I said it before if you look at their schedule next year in conference play, the eight games they have, I believe if they had that schedule this year, they would have been favored in only three of those games. Yeah. And that's including a Navy team that's not a pushover. That's including a Tulsa team that I don't think is a complete pushover. So it's like, I don't know. It's, 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 you had to take advantage of this year. Yep. And that's, this is, let, let me get to a different point. You had to take advantage of this year to a degree, man. This is the year before you go to the American, because you ain't winning the championship in the American. You're not. Yep. This, you wanted to win championships. This was the year you had to do it. And you blew it. Even though you were, even though you got into the championship game when personally, I didn't think they were the second best team in the conference. People can maybe disagree on that. Cool. But I didn't think you were the second best team in the conference, but you made it anyways. You have a second shot at your rival in UTSA and you can't, and you, and you blow it, you blow it again. So yep. it, it just feels like a giant missed opportunity for them. And now you're going to a tougher conference. And um, once again, you have to kind of reevaluate things because I mean, we'll see what they do against air force. If they do play, you know, if they do play air force, but I mean, I feel like that's neither here nor there now. I mean, I mean, in reality, obviously you're playing for a bull win, but what are you actually playing for? I mean, writing in my eyes, in my eyes, the writing's on the wall. Well, the writing's been on the wall for you. Well, no, you, no, you I called know. this. You've you've seen this coming though, no, to a degree. I, I, I know, but I mean, and I don't mean from for, sorry, from not from my perspective or a fan's perspective. But if I'm a player, 
recruit Seth, Phil, whoever, this was going to, like you just said, you had to take advantage of this year. You didn't take advantage of this year. What are you playing for now? You can win the, you can win a bowl game, you know, by whatever you're still, you just did this in the biggest moment of, you know, what's, what's going to be left of, of this year. And yeah. now you have a bowl game. You have a team that's probably not very happy. You just gave up 48 to UTSA. I mean, there was a, there was like a fight or something on the sidelines between Quinn Whitlock and, and somebody like there is clearly tension is what I'm trying to say. And it's, it's going to be hard to go from here and have any sort of optimism going to a bowl game because uh, the players know as much as we know, this is still a problem. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to psychoanalyze players yeah. from a distance. Um, but I, th- I mean, I think you're right. I think there is like, it's obvious. And I think you, you worded it well, the, the writings on the wall. It's like anybody who's paying attention. It's like, this is, that was the opportunity. In yeah. my opinion, you put all your eggs into that basket to win a conference championship and to take advantage of being in that situation. And, and it, they didn't. And it's, it's, it sucks too, because I mean, you got good, you have good players. We talked about the talent on this team. And it just seemed like uh, Katie Davis just broke the the all time tackle record. Yeah. You think he's you think he's gonna be remembering that? No, yeah. he's, he's, he's he's not even gonna think about that. Yeah, and so it's it's just it's just pain. It's just annoying. <laughs> yeah, because... it's, it, isn't it? It's it's not like a like I'm not angry. I'm annoyed. Yeah, because like angry would to me be for me to have been angry at this it would have had to have been they choked the game away somehow yeah like they had it one and they didn't uh in my opinion this game was over as soon as austin only threw the first pick yeah and yeah. by the way i'm counting it as a pick six i don't give a damn what y'all say it was returned inside the 10 they go down and score in like whatever how many plays i'm counting it as another pick six on austin Ony. so you can give him the damn record for touchdowns i don't care he does not have the record, the record for pick sixes and He's got yeah. As long as you know, what, I'll acknowledge that he has the touchdown record. If as long as you write in little writing at the bottom, be like, also holds the record for most pick six pick in the season. Yeah, that's funny. Um, that's the only way I will acknowledge it because he is not good. Like no. I, I, I'm sorry. Like no, he's I been, mean, it, it, hold on. Let me. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you go, you go. Because he's been fine this year. He's been fine as a product as a whole. I think he's been fine. But. Do I think he is good? No, like just no, I don't. And so you can throw as many stats as you want me out as you want at me. He went fourteen to twenty nine today for one hundred ninety four yards, one touchdown, two picks, and that is an Austin Ony stat line if I've ever heard one. And one of those was basically a pick six. So it's like not to mention that touchdown was an insane catch. Yeah, I mean the touchdown he just threw it over Jair Shorter was awesome. I mean again Jair Shorter just bails them out a lot of times. I don't know, man. I don't know. I know, I know. We we said that we were just going to do another pod on Sunday, but I feel like we don't really have much else. Oh to no, say. that was only if we went short. Oh okay, yeah. So I mean, if I I, I was going to ask you a question, and that's that's what I was going to go into go is where do you think the? Obviously, I think it's it's fair now to look just past. Uh, we'll still do a bowl preview, but yes. I, well, we I, have to. We have to do the hot chip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be the 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 main the main feature there. Main feature. Um, in terms of where the team goes from here. I mean, let's let me just ask you this. How does this affect in your eyes, you know, right away? What does this affect this loss? You mean for Latrell? 
Latrell, uh, you know, I, you, you know, you understand oh, just everything. Yeah, I mean, you understand recruiting a lot better than me. I mean, in some sense, look, you know, UTSA is going to the same place. I don't think I don't think recruiting recruiting is not going to be influenced by this. I don't think at all. Um, in my opinion, recru- recruiting in a, in a lot of ways is not reliant on individual wins and losses. Okay, it's a lot more over overarching. Like if they would have gone ten and two, it would have helped them. But the difference between Six wins and seven wins isn't drastic to recruits. Um, I think it, you just have to st- start with Seth Luttrell, right? That's what you have to start with when assessing where this program goes from here. But more importantly, we have to see who they hire as an athletic director. Because I don't think Neil Smatris is going to fire fire Luttrell. Like, I don't think that's going to happen unless if Luttrell wanted to leave, which I don't think he will or would in any world. I don't think Luttrell will voluntarily want to leave. Um so we'll have to wait for that domino to fall. That's Once true. that domino falls, we have to see what an athletic director, who A, who it is, and B, I know it's easy for us to say if I was an athletic director walking in, I would want a new coach going into a new conference with the resources that I have. Personally, I would want that. But maybe they want to give Latrell a year and a tryout year. You know, Maybe they want to lower his buyout or something like that. I haven't looked at his buyout. I don't know what it is. But I'm saying there are a lot of factors that go into that. But I think the more than anything else – it just – I don't want to say it saddens me, but it just feels like this was – this was like after the first two years, it was up. Then the following three years, it was down. It felt like they might be able to get back on that upward trajectory. After the West Kentucky win, um, after FIU, then you struggle. You lose UAB, struggle with Rice. You're like, okay, you're still in the championship. If you just win this game, you buy yourself some time. And they couldn't win this game. And they couldn't even come close. So now, again, me personally, if I'm an athletic director or if I'm somebody assessing Seth Luttrell, I think the only way you can properly assess Seth Luttrell is by how he's done in bowl games and championship games. Yeah. And he has completely been an utter disaster and an utter failure in those departments. Yeah. That's I it. Mean, and, and, there's, and there's more stats to back that up. You have your against the spread stat. Uh, we oh saw, yeah, we saw that today. Down at halftime is nine and thirty-six. I guess now nine and thirty-seven. Never, you know, won a game down two scores at half. Yeah, and it, it, there's just tons of things that just stack up against you. Um, do you think they're not being an AD throws a wrench in? Like, do you think if I feel like it makes it kind of weird? Yeah, I was, I was gonna ask. I don't if, know how fast they're gonna work. To yeah, to, because, I, I asked that because like if in my eyes, like this, the way this loss happened and the way it was and, and, and just where the team or the program is, this loss seems like it's like you fire the coach afterward. Like in my head. See, okay, but this is the hard thing. That's that's our perspective, right? That's our perspective. Yeah, yeah, and, but yeah. That's us being tied into the program. That's us being um, following this program. Yeah. And now, you know, kind of as fans. If I told you, Let's just say, give me, give me a random team. I don't know. Let's say Troy went to the Sun Belt Championship and was seven and five on the year and lost the Sun Belt Championship by twenty-one points, just on the surface, and they fired their coach. Wouldn't that be like, damn? Why'd they do that? You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, you can kind of compare it to this. I mean, uh, UAB had a interim head coach. The whole team got behind him. Went six yeah. and six, got him in a bowl game. Before the bowl game, they hired a new coach because yeah. they want to they want to go in a different direction. You're I think right. I think decisiveness in any you know situation you know 
business career, whatever has to be the way you go. And that, that was my problem last week. Cause it's like, you've been comfortable too long sitting in the same spot. You have to be decisive and make a move in some way. And that's why I say that after a loss like this, if they still had an AD, obviously with an AD, it's hard to fire somebody. This is a thing where you go, okay, well, this is clearly over. It's tough. And, I yeah, it is. I think the bowl game still holds weight, personally. If they get ran in the bowl oh, game, okay. look, look, it's still it's still gray area right now, I think. If so, they get okay, run out in the bowl game. Coming in, yes. But we all know that that's not going to be a win. I'm okay, but look, if they well, okay, but it would make your job like if there if Rin Baker was still here, yeah, I would tell Rin Baker, hey, hold on, don't do it yet, just wait till they get blown out by Air Force, and then you can do it. Like it just would make life so much easier, you know, because then you then you can really just stack up the receipts, like you already have a pretty good list, but uh, I okay, just, okay, if my they counter, beat Air Force, my, my counter argument to that is. What do you have to gain from watching them lose again? In my eyes, you only have something to lose, and that would be more. I think I think you just let it play out, and you have another, you have another reason, basically. You well, know, your thirteenth. I, I mean, I, I get that, but you, who who are the receipts for yourself? You're the AD. You make the decisions. Yeah, but he's also judged to a degree. Um, I think it just makes it easier. I mean, he still answers to people. I mean, he's a. Oh, for sure. Know. No, he sure he does. But like, yeah, say they nothing. say they win. And then it's a lot harder to get Look, rid of. Yes, it is harder, but I think – I just think you there's a lot to assess right now at this moment. This isn't black and white to me. It's still not black and white to me. If they would have lost to Western Kentucky and, you know, or maybe lost to Rice. God forbid that that happens. Then, then, we're have, then this isn't even a conversation. Then it, then the gray area is gone. I still think there's a little bit of gray area right now. So I can't pull the trigger yet. But that being said, just wait. Just wait like two weeks. It'll all be, it'll all be done. It'll all, I, I just – I don't believe, and anybody who does believe that they could be Air Force, okay. no, I don't care. I don't care who it is, Air Force. It could be anybody. <laughs> you give me a think of a think of a worse football conference than the Conference USA. Tell me, tell uh, me, it's probably on par with the MAC. The I'd MAC, say. okay. You give or me like the Miami, Miami Ohio from last year. In the play, yeah, exactly. And they lost. Yeah, they lost. Any six and sixteen from any conference is going to be favored by two touchdowns. In my eyes, like, like it, like not like from a spread perspective, but in my mind, yeah. I'm going to that game thinking, yeah, we're, we're two touchdowns. Yeah. I, again, I mean? again, but again, that goes back. Let me, let me just circle it all the way back around. Let's connect it to the front. Yeah. You say that because we've been down here before. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. We've yeah. been sitting in the lukewarm water. It's everybody else that's surprised right now. It's not us. We came yeah. on here. We're like, all right. When are we potting? We said at halftime. When are we doing the podcast? Oh, let's just let's just wait till they get down like three scores, and then we'll do it. Just kept pushing it off, and here we are. So, it's it is what it is. It is what it is. Congratulations, UTSA, best team in the conference, um, by by, by a freaking mile. What a team! What a program! I I wish, like I I a I just wish North Texas would have won because I just I don't have to call my dad tomorrow because they Your went dad's to the about to just just talk your ear just but, it, but it's right because last year when north texas beat them yeah, you do the same i was over here talking all that shit man and now here we are he's gonna call me or tomorrow gonna be on the phone be like yeah so whatever but hey 
Congratulations to them, best team. I wish they were making a. I wish they could make a New Year's Six bowl, but I think the winner of the American between Tulane and uh, UCF will end up making it. But yeah, I wish they would make it. That'd be cool. They're gonna be ranked twenty um, ninth. They I think they're twenty two. I think they're twenty two, but I don't think. No offense, to North Texas. I don't think a win over North Texas is gonna get them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people lose. Maybe other teams lose. You know. Well, no, I already told you, UCF is like twenty three or something, and Tulane's like nineteen or something like that. So the winner of that will probably go. Well, whatever but um yeah that's it i think that's all we have i mean again oh i'll go through the pick them i was oh, i got the stats up right here okay i was really disappointed defensively with this team to yeah. just get destroyed the way they did offensively i thought it was okay i thought it was okay but like the thing about utsa is how many yards did they end up with let's see. uh total yards uh 344 plus 227 571 yeah that's not good. <laughs> 571 yards. Because we have to remember, they drove all the way down the field and got to the one and got stuffed three times, which, again, is awesome. If you're North Texas defense, you held them on the goal line. At the same time, it's 99 yards. Like It, it was obvious that they just couldn't stop them at all. Bruni, so, you might not be eating a chip. Hold on. Let's see. All right, let's, let's start. Let's start. Let's start right now. Okay. Austin Oni's longest pass of 40, 42 and a half. I think that's under, right? I don't think he had a Oh, no, uh, he had the long 51 to Kalen Horton. Kalen Horton? When did that one happen? That was the one that uh, – it was the the drive where he – where Kalen Horton also threw the pass to the ground. <laughs> what a Remember play that. that is. All right, Frank Harris over under one and a half rushing touchdowns. Was under oh, right. did he get two? I don't think so. Oh, he only got one. Oh, yes, that's it. He only got one. All right, that's, that's Bruni. Yep. All right. Uh, UTSA, 4.9 yards per rush. I said under. You said over. It's under. 4.8. 4.8. Uh, over under North Texas, 26 and a half points. I said over. You said under. It is over. Oh, my God. Bruni is taking the lead. How has this happened? Austin Ani over under two and a half touchdown passes. We both said under. That one's void. UTSA, minus 13 and a half. Colin took UTSA. So, Colin gets that one. And then score prediction. I feel like the score is too bad for us to like, like considering how close this is for us because we give it to me, right? 48, 27. Yes. But I feel like that's not, no, fair. that's, that's you dude. No, you think what I say, Colin has 38, 24. I have 42, 35, bro. You had 38, 24 and it was 48, 27. Okay. I mean, I'll take it. I don't eat the hot chip now. If we go to the I mean, bro, I had it as a seven point game. That's true. That's true. Honestly, that's, that's I true. Justify that. I just I would that's love to true. justify that. How many penalties do they have? Would it even mattered? A lot. I won. I won that one. Oh no! I said under. I thought I had six. I thought you had six. Oh, I did have six. Okay, I just I wrote it wrong. It doesn't matter. I think I lost anyways. Hold on. Let's see. So Colin got one, two, three. Yeah, three three with one one tie. All right, that's crazy. Hey, let me share, share the screen here so that we can I can show it. Here we are. As you see, there was the score going in. 
Colin, Bruni, 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 push, Colin, Colin, puts us at, I got the tiebreaker, but it doesn't matter, puts us at Colin, 30, Bruni, 29. <laughs> hey, that's, that's really close. At least it wasn't a blowout all year, you know? You, you kind of came back at the end there. If you just didn't believe in North Texas, you would have won. That's crazy, huh? That's all you had to do was just not believe. All they had to do was not lose by 14 or more points. These yep. bums, man. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I'll have to order the chip. Yep. Damn. This, this is going to be really fun. I got to get it ordered soon, too, because we got the bowl prep. Well, actually, no, we don't know when the bowl is. I mean, still so. get the chip. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's like one of those weird things that take like two weeks to get to you. It's gonna take two weeks to. Get- they gotta prepare it. They gotta like. They gotta. They take like a like a Dorito and they just like rub like, yeah. whatever pepper on it. All right. Well, there's that will be the uh, bowl preview. Uh, I don't know when the bowl will be. I'm assuming like somewhere in like the 18th to, to like 20 something range. Yep. Um. So yeah, we'll do a we'll do a basketball podcast. Yeah, I haven't that. even bought a basketball the last week. So well, they haven't played since last weekend. Well, uh, I just mean, yeah, you get That's it. That's okay. That's all right. Um, all right. That's all we have. We hope you all enjoyed it. We went 33 minutes on a reaction podcast. So, uh, yeah, I'm over here in Atlanta. Colin's in uh, Prosper. Prosper, Texas. Yep. Yep. Look at us. Still finding ways to do the podcast. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? It is 1130 Eastern time over here. Um, that's all we got. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. I'm just still thinking about the damn hot chip. This is gonna be. This is gonna. Man, be that was kind of an up and down roller coaster. You reading them off too? The I know. I thought I had it for a second. You had the the Frank Harris touchdowns. That was crazy. I thought I had it, and then I looked down. I said Austin Ani two and a half touchdown passes. Well, the thing is, I would have lost anyway because you said under on that first, and so I was thinking about going over. And then remember, I was like, no, I can't bet on Austin Ani going. Oh, yeah. You said, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And so I would have lost that anyways. But honestly, over over under two and a half picks. That's what you should have done. That's okay. That's all right. Um, But anyways, that's all we have for you all today. We hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, Kind of rambled for a long time. I don't even know how we went 35 minutes, but whatever. Y'all enjoy the podcast. We hope um, y'all send it to a friend. Y'all leave a like. Y'all share. Leave comments. We appreciate all the interaction, even all the UTSA fans that have somehow found our podcast immediately after we dropped them. I also, don't know who's said it for weird reasons that they, <laughs> that they don't cheer. Or that I said it. I, no, I didn't say that. I said they'd be silent after North, if North Texas won at fourteen zero. Sorry. And and then and uh, and then they were like, "Well, we were down twenty four zero to UTEP. We were cheering, we and we still weren't quiet." Like, all right, congratulations. Weird flex, but okay. USC is about to lose, man. Wow. Were they wow. like destroying? Put UTSA in the playoff. Put UTSA. I am now a road. <laughs> I want the Roadrunners in the playoff <laughs> against Georgia. <laughs> there you go. Um, but all right, that's all we got. I'll stop rambling. Uh, we will talk to y'all later, and I hope y'all have a good one.